Christy. Hey, Edith. June is having a hard time of it. I'm pretty sure she's dismayed. <laughs> That's terrible, huh? Because it was May and now it's, and June. Now it's June. So she's been dismayed. dismayed. Hi, I'm Christy. <laughs> and I'm Edith. We're backyard gardeners from Colorado. And neighbors. And friends. These days, gardening has gotten very popular. And we've noticed more and more people picking our brains for tips and troubleshooting about gardening. We're not experts. We just learned a lot about gardening from the mistakes we made along the way. So welcome to Upside Down Tulips. A fun podcast that celebrates gardening gone wrong. Upside Down. Christy. Hello, Edith. Oh, we're back in the basement studio. It's been so long. We had a, an all-commercial pod play episode. Yes. We did a tomato repeat. But we had new things in it, fresh take on tomatoes. Yes. But really, we haven't been down here for a while. For really a while. doing all of this, and I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. So glad to be back. Did you notice, Edith, that what? we're a little closer this time too? Yeah, things are better all around. It's weird because when we started this podcast, because of the pandemic, we were yeah. very far apart in yeah. our pod basement. Recording. I wasn't even sure. We were so far apart. I wasn't even sure it was you. I kept thinking, <laughs> is that her? I can't really see her face. You didn't even know what color my eyes were. You had to ask me that once. I know I did. I did. But I we're getting closer. And I just want to say full disclosure that I had a very garlicky pasta dish for dinner tonight. Uh-huh. So if you, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> no problem. I personally love garlic. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey. And what? Happy National Gardening Week. It's National Gardening Week. Not to be confused with April, which was National Gardening Month, and April 14th, which was National Gardening Day. The first week, full week in June uh-huh. is National Gardening Week. Do you know what June the month also celebrates? What? You're not going to believe it. Read in the bathroom month. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's just funny. And June 2nd, get this, is National Bubba Day. Bubba a nice. Bubba, isn't that nice? That's good. So can I ask, how is one supposed to celebrate? National Read in the Bathroom Week. What's the best way to celebrate that? To do exactly what it says. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Are you supposed to read certain types of books? I think you can kind of do whatever you want. Okay. You know? Are you supposed to have parties? No. Okay. Okay. I just want to make clear. No, no parties. I, I think it's a really solitary, con- contemplative, how do you say it? Contemplative. Contemplative pursuit. You got it. You got it. There you go. And... Since it's June, can we just commiserate with the allergy sufferers? Oh, those poor folks. Oh, Lord. I have been hearing people just going down the street. You can hear people sneezing and stuff. So let's celebrate one of our members of our garden party. Oh, yes. One of our favorites, Kimberly J. Thank you very much for being part of our garden party. We'll be reading in the bathroom at our next party. (laughs) Right? And what this means is that Kimberly is a patron. She's a supporter of Upside Down Tulips, which means that she throws a couple bucks our way every month so that we can keep doing the podcast. Yes, so that we feel encouraged, supported, validated, (laughs) all those good things that I say to myself in the mirror when nobody else says them every day. Oh, Edith. I know. (laughs) 
And Kimberly also gets some fun rewards. And if you want to become a member of our garden party and support the work we do, just go ahead and go to um, our website, or you can click on the show notes below to learn how to become a member of the garden party. Yes, absolutely. We wish that you would do that. And you can also get some cool merch. And dies, merchandise. We have it. We have a new one, which is mulch it. When in doubt, mulch it. You can get a t-shirt. You can get a notebook. You can get a mug. You know what's really fun is that people that are not gardening and have never gardened are going to have no idea what mulch it means, and they'll think it's dirty. But that's fun. <laughs> that is fun. That's just fun. It's like all the hoe jokes when it the comes to gardening. The hoe jokes, the hojo jokes. That, remember, remember hojo? Howard Johnson's yes. Hojo. Oh, yes. Ah, Hojo. They're gone now. <laughs> so, so eat sad. it. Yes, yes. Yes. How has your garden been? It has exploded because it's June, you know? Um, so I am very, very happy. I mean, certain things are, in my opinion, a failure. Like, I can't, I don't know what it is. Radishes. My radishes are a failure, and I love radishes, and oh. I just never get enough. Oh, you know? I'm so sorry. I, okay. I didn't even plant any, Edith. So you I'll didn't? Put, I, it, it, you know, it's crazy. Oh. It just slipped my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of our little notebooks and make notes for I yourself. I need a radish reminder. For heaven's sakes. You know what, Christy, speaking of garden, we have, it was almost a year we're almost coming into our year anniversary. So I've been thinking about like what the theme of our year anniversary show could be. Uh-huh. Could we do drunken gardeners? <laughs> <laughs> like drunk history? Yeah, yes, like yes. drunk history, like like abfab gardening. Because we always wait till after we record the podcast to have our weekly glass of wine. Yes. Yes. So this wouldn't it be fun, really? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> All right, maybe not. Looking at our engineer, his okay. hand his hand is on his mouth, and he is shaking his head from side to side. Well, you know, he's got the edit button on his side, apparently. So, Christy, what's in your garden? What's going on? Well, first of all, I have a question to ask you, Edith. Okay. And that is, so we, were, we met yesterday because yes. we were doing some podcast business. Business. And you said that, we, I asked you, hey, do you have any jokes for us to start the pod with and you said you know I've got a couple but I couldn't find any good ones yeah now I've been wrong this whole time because uh -huh. we're supposed to find good jokes yeah well <laughs> I guess I've been wrong I always so thought we were supposed to find bad jokes I, always, I was always searching for good jokes so those are good jokes well they're as good as I could possibly <laughs> I wanted find to, I want to clarify that okay now that yeah. I've got that figured out yeah well I was gone Yes. I was out of state visiting some family in the natural state of Arkansas, uh -huh. which was really wonderful. And it was hard, though, to leave the garden yeah, for I bet it was. eight days. But luckily, we have had so much rain. And it rained while you were gone, but not as much as it had rained before. I was so busy before we left. Because you know how it is when you go someplace. You yeah. got to work twice as hard to get ready to go. And then you come back and all the work, more work is waiting for you when you yeah. get back. Um that I was just slammed that vegetable garden in, Edith. Yeah. I was a planting dervish and I was throwing in my the plants that I had bought uh -huh. and my and all my winter sown jugs. Uh -huh. I had about maybe twenty or so jugs. I was planting my buns off. I threw it all in and then I left. And I wanna say thanks to you because you babysat 
my 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 I had two tomato seedlings that I winter sown that I thought these are never coming up, and lo and behold, they sprouted and germinated. Yeah, they're maybe about an inch tall. Oh, they're a little more than an inch. They're doing great. But now they're really great. Now they're like two, they're not like three inches yeah, tall when I got back. They're just great. Well, thanks for babysitting them. Well, you're welcome. I could not believe how things changed when I got back. That's because also I watered. I'm waiting for my thank you. Thank you for watering too. You're welcome because I got to tell you. You need a lot of validation today. You, I do. <laughs> Your seedlings were in shock because you threw them into the ground. I don't doubt it. Their little stamens were vibrating. They were like, what? (laughs) I calmed them down. It's okay. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you. And thanks for watering my container plants. You know, there were no leaves on the trees when I left. And I came back and boom, leaves on the trees. Came back. My spirea in full bloom. My irises in full bloom. Those ornamental orange poppies Uh were not at all boom. All in full bloom when I came back. Every zone in the country or world has that magic week. When yeah. things literally explode, explode and the color and it, it's yeah. like walking in the middle of a rainbow. Well, it's like that song. What song? June is busting out <laughs> all over, all over the meadow and the mist. Do we keep going? Is a verse, another verse? What? That's all I know. That's all I know because it's June busting out all over. So, anywho... That is essentially what's going on in my garden. We'll go into more detail. Yes. Because this week, we're all talking about what to do in your garden in June. Yes. Yeah. Which, no matter, I mean, things are different where you are. So I kind of figured it, Christy, to be two to three weeks after you put your seedlings out. Oh, yeah. That's about what we're going to be talking about, that time in your garden. So wherever you are... We're relevant. We are hip and we are relevant. (laughs) Yay. Well, folks, if you hear words or terms you're not familiar with or you want a good laugh, check out the Upside Down Dictionary on our website at UpsideDownTulips.com. Or you can click on the link in our show notes. We have, you know, we work on those show notes pretty hard. So, so read them carefully. Take notes. So there's a test. There's, there will be a test someday. We also have blog posts there too. And while you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter where you can get updates, jokes. I don't know. They might be good. They might be bad. I Uh guess it's personal taste. And funny garden signs. Which are always funny. They are really funny. I love your garden signs. Now, if you want to see pictures of our gardens, if you want to be inspired, if you want to laugh at our gardening jokes, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget, we've got a YouTube channel. We do. I'd forgotten. (laughs) Damn. Hi, I'm Ken Jennings, and I'm your guest host for Jeopardy. Let's meet our contestants. Last week's winner, an actress from Denver, Darla. Hi, I'm Darla, and I won last night. (laughs) And a farmer from South Carolina, Joe Bud Beezer. Hi, I'm Joe Bud Beezer. And finally, we've got, from New Jersey, Anthony Baritone. You call me Tone Baritone. Everybody does. Okay. And where in New Jersey are you from? From all of it. It's all mine. All right. Let's get started then. Darla, you're in control of the board. Oh, uh, oh, how about things I learned from Upside Down Tulips for a (laughs) hundred? That sounds so cute. The answer 
is Roo. Roo. Darla. What is Kanga's last name? No, that is incorrect. Tone. What is the name of that old broad from the uh, Golden Girls TV show? Are you talking about Rue McClanahan? Yeah, that's the one. I said it. Oh, broad? Well, you're a misogynist, Tone. No, I ain't. I'm Catholic. Sorry, Tone. It's wrong. What? This is bullshit. Tone, it's a family show. No swearing. What are you talking about? That's not swearing. Joe Bud? What is an herb with a bitter taste? That is correct. I'll take things I learned on upside-down tulips for 200 The answer is worm castings. Worm castings. Darla. Oh, what is it when you make a movie about worms and you need worm actors, so you have to do worm castings? No. What is it when you throw worms and you see whose lands the furthest away? No. Joe Bud. What is what worms cast out of their bodies, also called worm poop, used for fertilizer? Ew. Ken, what are you, a wise guy? I can't say bullshit, but he can say worm poop. Poop is not swearing. Yeah, it is. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. Fortunately, it's time for a commercial break. We'll see you after the break. You hope. Oh, boy. And that was another fun new pot play, Edith. I hope everybody liked it very much. I wonder what's going to happen in that game. Will Tone Baritone win or will Darla? I don't know, but I think there might be a part two coming up. Yay! Yay! All right, so we're going to talk about all the things you need to do in your garden in June. Yeah, like a get-or-done list. Yeah, get-or-done list, or indeed. Or a punch list. Punch list, or a to-do list. A honey-do list. Uh -huh, yes. Honey-do. Honey Except, do you list. know, usually, there's, there's hardly ever two gardeners in a family. Have you noticed that? There's usually one half of the person, and the other person's kind of watching football or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. My handsome and handy husband yes. uh, likes the harvesting part. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody likes the harvesting. It's like the little chicken. What is that play? The little chicken who makes the bread, who... Don't worry, The folks. little red hen? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Not I, said the little red hen. The little red hen. So so what are we doing? So what first of are all, we, doing? we need to talk about a big, huge disclaimer about zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, we are zone 5B. So depending upon where you live, our helpful and handy advice and tips, maybe off a couple weeks. You might have already done this stuff or you're too cold to have done it so far. And listen, Edith, yeah. people don't necessarily listen to a podcast exactly when it comes out anyway. Yeah. So we might actually be talking to people who are listening to this in December, which, which is great. That would be great if they did that. <laughs> you know, folks, we're still learning how to do this right, right? Hi, December people. Hi. In case you're out there. But right now it's June. June, June, June. And we don't even know if we're really 5B anymore. I think we might even be zone six now. You think because things have gotten warmer? Yeah, because of climate change. Yeah. And who knows? Yeah. Uh, I did hear a funny thing about what zone five is called. What is it? If you, A catalog description of zone five with protection. Yeah. If it says in there, which usually means that if you're in zone five, you can buy this seed or this plant, but it needs protection in the winter. Uh-huh. That means it's a variation on the phrase Russian roulette. 
<laughs> That's good. Very good. Very, very good. Well, let's start off with the vegetable garden. Okay. You know what the first thing I do, end of May, beginning of June? What? Is I make a big detailed walkthrough and decide what's dead from last year. Yeah. Speaking of what hasn't made it. Yeah. Because it is easy to make mistakes because some things don't green up till later than others. Yeah. So, for example, I was certain my sage was dead. I'm glad I didn't pull it out because it's not dead. You know, at the end of May, I didn't, it, the green came. Do you remember I said last summer I transplanted five lavenders? I'd never done that before. Uh-huh. Uh, three of them made it. Oh, nice. Yeah. I made my usual mistake, Christy. I never remember how long it takes for carrots to sprout. So I assumed the seeds were dead. So I planted over them. <laughs> so now <laughs> I have, you know, all kinds. Of, I have Swiss chard and everything coming up with the carrots. I did that once with pepper plants and cosmos. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Wow. The Cosmos won. Oh, did it really? <laughs> yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah, Cosmos took over. <laughs> the The other thing I did, I just I thought I had planted a, a seed, a curry squash. A curry is a Japanese red winter squash. And I thought, well, this is never coming up. And I planted another one, and of course it came up. But luckily, I planted them far enough away from each other. Now I'm just going to have two plants. Why not? Oh, why not? Yeah, I got them up against a yeah. fence, you know? One of the things I planted before I went away on my trip was based on your advice, Edith, was regarding zucchini. So I tried to winter sow zucchini. Didn't work. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll buy a plant. But I hate to buy the plant because it might, where I buy them at, you get a set of four. Oh, yeah. Nobody. I don't want no, four. Nobody zucchini. wants that. So no. I did what you told me to do was that I planted seeds. I planted two right next to each other yeah. in this little spot. And when I came back, they had sprouted. And then I'm going to see who's going to get bigger this June. And whoever it starts to get bigger, the other one, I'm not going to pull out because you taught me this. If you pull it out, you're at risk of endangering the other plant. You just take a little scissors or mm-hmm. nippers or maybe even a fingernail and just nip off the one you don't like. Yep. And then the one goes away. It goes to sleep. It just goes to sleep. <laughs> and then the other one will absolutely thrive. Do you remember I told you to plant your peas in November? Yes. Well, I didn't. didn't. It, I did. I did. <laughs> and it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> I think that we had such a wet winter. I think they mm. all rotted. So thank goodness I planted more peas in how are your March. peas doing? Are they're they okay? doing great. I planted peas, uh-huh. and um, one came up, and it's about <laughs> oh, no. two inches high. Christy, when did you plant them? I winter sowed them, so that would have been around early April. Wow. So, say la vie. On say peas. la vie. You know, yeah. your soil and my soil are probably very different. That could be. I can't. Right. Do you remember I told you I can't grow scallions? Yes. Well, they're up. And of course, I've already planted something else in the same place, but they're up. That's the good news. Oh, that is good. For the very first time, I'm, so I'm growing scallions. big piece of advice in June is be a little patient. Yeah, be patient. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Also, consider what might need staking or support. Big one. That's so, a big one. So yes. I'm looking out at my tomato plants. This year, I have seven so far. I might go up to nine and have my Brady Bunch grid again. Uh-huh. 
but I'm looking at them now saying, this is my big June aspect is to make sure that I go out and I start staking that my tomato plants and get them in their cages. I don't even have them in their cages yet. So that's a big June project for me to yeah. stake and get them in their cages. Christy, I planted a new kind of pea that said they don't need staking. It said they're bush peas. And I think the, that was not correct. Bush peas. Because <laughs> no, they were flopped over. And so I did stake them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I did stake them. So the other thing, uh, n- now it's really getting much warmer now. So I have already started my succession planting. What I'm doing new this year is every time that, since I didn't think I could grow scallions, I, I pick my onions when they're really tiny and then immediately replant bulb for bulb. And I'll, I'll let some of them get big. But so that's kind of a succession planting deal. And friends, that what that means is that after something has already gone through its vegetable life, which will usually be like lettuce or mm-hmm. spinach, mm-hmm. and when it's done, it gets too hot, you could plant something else in its spot. Yeah. Or like something like radishes, you're supposed to be able to plant that every 28 days or every two weeks every week. Mm-hmm. Green beans? Green beans. Oh my gosh, I ha- that reminds me, I have to plant green beans tomorrow. I haven't done it yet. Oh my gosh, my corn is up. I've never planted... Corn. I saw my corn today. Oh, wonderful. It's like a half an inch high. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's wonderful. What is it supposed to be knee high by the 4th of July, That's right, right yes. Okay, so it's in got some a month. Parts, yeah. It's got a month. Okay. Did you get your mulch all in your vegetable bed, Edith? Um, not all of it because it's been so rainy. Mm. But now is the time because it's going to be in the 90s now, coming up. I started putting mulch down. Uh, last year, I did it late. Last year, I was doing it in July. And it was way too late. This year I'm doing it in June. I'm not using straw. This year I'm using soil pep, which you recommended. And I really like it a lot. I love soil pep. It doesn't blow away. At the end of the season, It just you can just leave it there and it actually nourishes. It's not like big wood chips. It's little mm-hmm. tiny things. And they actually feed the soil. So I, I love it. So now is the time, everybody. Also important in June to keep an eye on how you want to water your garden for the rest of the summer because things are going to start getting warmer. We'll start feeling the heat and so will your plants. So as the temperatures increase, keep an eye on your plants and ensure that they're getting exactly the right amount of water. And if you live in a hot climate uh, and you can't keep watering by hand, you may want to look at sprinklers. I put in, this year I put in my soaker system back in so that I have it just as a backup on those really super hot days. Good, good. I have about, I have two more, and I learned this from you, the winter sowing thing, which I think is like a miracle. I have two more winter sowing things that I have to get into the ground. It's time now. It's not too late to put seedlings in. It's kind of last call for seedlings. Last call for seedlings, exactly. So get your tomatoes mm-hmm. in, especially the heat-loving ones, like your eggplants and your peppers, yeah. your squash. Get them in. Get them in now. Yep. And we're back for Double Jeopardy. Joe Bud, as both Darla and Tone have won zero amount, you are still in control of the board. I'll take things I learned on upside down tulips for 600, Ken. The answer is Hugelkultur. Tone? What is uh, what a dead Viking says upon entering Valhalla? Hugelkultur! No, Tone. 
try to relate to the fact that the category Upside Down Tulips is a gardening podcast. So what? So the answers probably have something to do with gardening. What is in Scandinavia the opposite of cancel culture? So it's culture that hoogles instead of cancels. What the hell is hoogle? It's Scandinavian for hugging. Did you hear what I just said to Tone about the category? Not really. Tone was making a low growling noise, and I was in fear for my life. You're not the one who should be afraid, Darla. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, man. Joe Bud. What is a method of gardening based on building little hill-like structures? That is correct. And it's time for Final Jeopardy. Already? That's correct. The answer is companion planting. Contestants, write down your answers for the question companion planting. And here's some music. Da-da-da-da. Time's up. Put down your pens. Already? Really? Tone's still writing. Are you going to tell him to stop? Nope. Darla, what is your answer to the question companion planting? What is planting in your garden with your loved... And then I ran out of time. I was going to say one, loved one. You know, the one you hoogle. (laughs) That is incorrect. Sorry. Tone. Companion planting. What is when a colleague in the garbage business rats you out and you plant him in a bucket in cement and throw him in the river? Oh, dear. Not that I ever would or had done that ever. (gasps) That is correct. What? What did you wager, Tone? $20,000. He didn't even have $20,000. And Tone is the new Jeopardy! champion, so he'll be back tomorrow when, thank goodness, Aaron Rodgers is your guest host. Okay, everybody, bye-bye now. Ken Jennings out! So now let's talk about herbs in your garden Uh in June. Uh Uh-huh. It's good right now to pinch them back. So if you have mint... If you have tarragon, you should start pinching them back so that they will send out new shoots so they'll have a bushier plant. Otherwise, they'll just be all leggy in July. Yes. And, and, and I'm at the point with my mint that I'm just like ripping it out. It's, it's You're starting, done with it. <laughs> well, it's starting to take over. Yes. You know? I, I do that too. If, you, if it isn't where you like it and it spreads, take it out and put it in the compost pile. Yeah. Or make mojitos. Yeah, make a lot of mojitos, and maybe that will be our anniversary mm-hmm. special. Huh? Hey, there we go. Um, my my uh, parsley is not quite big enough to um, to what did, what did you call it? To Pinch back or yeah, harvest? I've been harvesting my parsley already. Wow, our gardens are so different, and we live four blocks away from each other. Amazing, it's unbelievable. My thyme is blooming, which is not a good thing. So if you have herbs out there that are blooming, I have to go out there right really quick and start cutting back and you don't want to cut back more than a third of your herb plants keep trimming them back yeah keep an eye on them in june christy the other thing and i thought this was really early i don't remember being this early but my chives you know chives when they go to seed they've got this beautiful purple ball yeah i love them which i love and it's edible it is edible but it makes it the, the stalk gets really hard so what I do is I cut off the, the purple things from two-thirds of the plant. So I leave part of it to look beautiful. And then the rest, I want the chives to remain soft. Yeah. 
So that's what I do. And I've already done that. That it was All quite- my chives are blooming. They're so pretty. They're yeah, so but beautiful. harvest them and use them. And you can also dry them and freeze them. I haven't had much success freezing chives, though. Why? How come? I don't know. They just get mushy on me. Oh, I wouldn't. I won't be able to tell because I just put them in soup. Oh, that's a good point. So, <laughs> yes. um, also great to uh, plant basil seeds. I've planted some basil seeds because basil's are an annual, which means they they you have to replant them every year. I planted some with not much success, and I think maybe the ground was too wet and cold. Yeah, it, basil yeah. likes a warmer temperature, so I'm actually going to re re sow some basil seeds. Great thing to do in June. Uh, something that, that I'm very happy about is in March and in April, I went out there and I threw, I had a huge jar of coriander, uh-huh. which is the cilantro seed that I collected last year. And I started just throwing it all over the garden because they, they barely need to be covered. I have cilantro, which I love everywhere. Oh, nice. And it has such a short growing season, It'll yeah. right? It, yeah. It, it goes to seeds, so it's perfect. Oh, Wonderful. Well, now when it comes to flowers right now, of course, most if you have flowers, everybody should be pretty happy. Now is a great time to just start buying plants. Yeah. Buying and sticking them in the ground. Um, good too, if you're going to buy a plant from the nursery in June, try to try to put it in the ground in the morning before it gets too hot. Uh, make sure you water it really well or beforehand. In the, or in the evening, Or in the right? evening, yes. Make sure you don't do it in the heat of the day because, yeah. you know, the... They that shocks them. They have to get used to their new home, so they don't get make them get used to as few things mm. as possible. A wonderful annuals you can plant right now. Um, I've planted mar- uh, marigolds just by seed. Uh huh. Zinnia, plant your zinnias by seed. Just throw them in the ground and just cover them lightly. Uh, right now, my foxglove are blooming. Your foxglove are incredible. That's like my favorite flower. So beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. And it's a biannual, so make sure you plant it every year. Uh, would you mind explaining again what a biennial is? Every what, other year. Every other year. So it, it has a two-year lifespan. So you just do it every year so that you always have foxglove or whatever. Because parsley is also biennial, Oh, it's correct? a good point. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. My iris will be done pretty soon. My iris are still pretty heavily blooming, but in a couple weeks I'll be done. Uh-huh. And so it's cut off the stem of the flower... And leave the leaves of your iris. If you want to, you can trim back the leaves to about six or eight inches to tidy things up a little bit in Mm -hmm. your garden. Mm -hmm. But make sure you leave the leaves and cut off the stalk so it spends energy into the rhizomes for next year. Yes. Um, My poppies are winding down in one area. So my poppies bloom in several areas around the yard. These are the large ornamental poppies. Yeah. Uh, a big chunk of them in the back. These are these big, huge, orange Georgia O'Keeffe poppies. They're slowly being done. And when poppies start to fade, they're just not the prettiest plant. I encourage people to plant something and f- put your poppies in the back of your flower bed and put something in front of it to hide it because all those leaves need to die back before you can clear them away. So once the poppies are done, you got to leave all those leaves up. Uh-huh. They turn yellow and brown and wait for them to Wait till they just, you can move them away with just a slight brush of your hand yeah. when it comes to poppies. Oh, that's good. That's good advice, Christy. Mm-hmm. I also trimmed my lavender this week, which I, I guess Already? technically it's an herb. Yeah. Well, I trimmed, I well, I hadn't done the first trim. Maybe I'm late on it. Maybe that's a May thing or maybe it shouldn't be a June thing. But I did give my, a lot of my lavender um, and when it get, where it gets woody. Oh, yeah. Trim, uh, don't trim more than a third, but trim about a third of it away 
to make sure it's nice and bushy. Maybe I was late. Maybe that was a May task. I, I did mine last fall. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I did mine last fall and transplanted it last fall as well. All the ones that I transplanted, I transplanted five of them and they're all there. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm going to have a lot of lavender this year. Um, roses are starting to open up in my yard. Uh-huh. Make sure that you that you feed your roses. If you didn't do it in May, you should do it in June. Roses are very heavy feeders, so make sure that you're feeding your flowers. And um, the best strategy against weeds and flowers is to deny them real estate. So if you have empty spots, put a plant in there, and that'll help your weeding go down. Oh, that'll help the weeds. Yeah, they don't have any place to grow ah, and help okay. on that. Very good. All right, well, what about trees and shrubs, Edith? Well, this is going to be, in here in Colorado, an unbelievable year for trees, for fruit trees. Let me talk about fruit trees, because uh, I have on my peaches, on my plum tree, on my apple tree, they are loaded with little teeny tiny fruit. So every time I go by the peach tree, I, I pull some peaches off. You don't, And that's called culling, culling. right? Because if you don't do it, you you have uh, peaches the size of a walnut sometimes. You want nice big peaches. You want James and the giant peach. Yeah, you do. You just want one gigantic <laughs> peach. That you can move into. Now, this is... A, oh, I have uh, already... I see um, little grape, little bunches of grapes on my grapevine. Uh-huh. But this is interesting. So, can I tell you about my raspberries? I love raspberries, but last year I decided... They got to go because they had this worm in them. I think it's called a raspberry borer. Appropriate. Very, because it <laughs> bored in there and then the poor things fell over. So I thought, okay, well, so I took all of it out and I could not find a raspberry bush to save my life in this town because the supply chain, maybe, mm. I don't know. I would call nurseries and they'd go, yeah, I'm call back next week. So, however, get this, apparently... They spread under the ground. I've had six of them come back up, so I move them right away. I dig a really deep hole, and I move them as far away as I possibly could from where they were Good. to hope to fool the worms. Because, so, you know, they're not that smart. The worms are not that smart. you got to be smarter than the worm borer. We just need to be one point smarter than a worm yes. borer. Now, talk about not so, so now I've got raspberries coming up in my corn. That's okay, though. That's okay, you know. Uh, <laughs> I have raspberries coming up in my gravel driveway. Oh, wow. They are so hardy. <laughs> I didn't know the, how hardy they were. There was one of them where I thought I killed it because the root was so small, but I didn't. It, it perked back up in like five days. Wow. That's great. You just keep watering them. When you transplant something, it's really important to keep it, water it every day for like five days. Check it a lot. That goes for seedlings. That goes for anything you move yeah, in your check garden. Check it, check it. That, the, they need that water so very much. If you have flowering trees or shrubs and you need to do some pruning, wait till after they've all flowered. Yes. Like, for example, the lilacs. Mm -hmm. they, they're done flowering. We could prune the lilacs now. Very much so. Mm -hmm. um, same thing is true with forsythia or uh, barberry, if your barberry blooms or things like that. Wait uh -huh. until after. So June could be a good time to do some of that trimming. Yep. 
Maybe yeah. I'll get my forsythia in the ground in June that I bought. It's still in its container. You need, you need to plant that <laughs> I thing. I do need plant to, that forsythia forsooth. Plant that forsythia. <laughs> I need to plant it. Um, if you if you are folks who have a lawn, um, the key to having a great lawn in June is to make sure you mow regularly. Regularly. <laughs> regularly. Thank you. And um, it's good to mow high. Uh-huh. A lot of people think to mow short, especially in the spring, to mow high. Maybe as June gets more to July, you can cut it back to maybe an inch and a half, but to keep that mower blade at a high level because it helps moisture, it helps nutrients, it prevents weeds from coming up. Um, you Good to mow once a week or every 10 to 14 days. Regular mowing will help keep it um, healthy and you won't need to water as much. You know what, Christy? May I, may I tell you this? Both of my neighbors who used to have grass lawns now have some kind of clover instead, which is great because it doesn't take as much water. Yeah, just make sure it's a it's a special, the right kind of clover. Right. Because there's other kind of clover that's invasive. Mm-hmm. Um, never remove more than one third of your of the blade of the grass at a time. So if you've if you've let your grass grow really long, only remove a third of it at a time. I didn't know. Don't that. mow it really short or you will kill it. Really? Yeah. Um, careful of mowing when your lawn is wet. And it's a great time in June to fertilize. If you use a weed and feed, do not use your grass clippings as mulch. Oh, that's such a good point. And don't put it in the compost pile unless you have a really good hot compost pile. Yes, because you've got now you've got chemicals. Yeah. A weed and feed has mm-hmm. got yeah. chemicals in it. Um, aerate if you haven't yet. I aerate every year. It's always a great thing. Uh-huh. You can you can um, you can walk around with golf shoes, or you can hire a company to come and aerate for you. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I I have a pogo stick. <laughs> I that's what I use. Nice. With it like takes little, a while with, yeah, a, with a little like a little knife on it. Yes, it takes a while, but it's natural. <laughs> you know. And then if you fall and make a mistake, and you go, <laughs> my femoral artery. Oh, my femoral. Oh, she knows words like femoral artery. You kill me. All right. So finally, we want to talk about bugs, which on the one hand, scare people. But on the other hand, there there are good bugs. And there are lots of really easy ways to get rid of bugs in your yard. The best way, of course, is a spray of water and shoot bugs with a spray of water. However, there are also some ways that um, we can get rid of bugs that we don't like, like Japanese beetles. Uh Uh-huh. Or other types of bugs with our making our own pesticide. Right. right, right. Well, you don't want to get rid of everything. You don't want to use chemicals because that will kill absolutely everything. So I'm going to very briefly talk about this organic homemade pesticide that you can put on your plants. And we, we're going to have more on the website. On the website, we will have like seven recipes. Okay. Oh, great. This one, you um, you take one bulb of garlic and a bulb, not a clove, an entire bulb and one small onion and you put it a cup of water and you puree it, right? Mm. Mm. It's also a an enthusiastic salad dressing. Um, <laughs> so you puree it and then you have to drain it, you know, put it in a colander or whatever and let the water come out. Then you add one teaspoon of cayenne pepper powder and you let it steep for at least an hour. After that, you add soap. You add a clean soap with no detergents or chemicals, like a Castile. Yes, you can soap. you can buy that 
at your local grocery store, can yeah, you? Yeah, you can. Uh, I don't know if every grocery store has it, but for sure health food stores mm-hmm. have it. So you so you put in a tablespoon of liquid soap, mix it well, put it in a quart jar, fill it with water, and now you have a homemade insecticide. Because the soap helps it stick to the leaves, and, and it the helps, bugs don't yes. like the taste, right? And also for for soft bodied insects, the the waxiness of the soap will kind of like choke them. They can't breathe nice. through their pores. Yes. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Okay, I feel bad about that, but there are worse ways to die <laughs> if you're a bug. So, and I also use neem oil which is a naturally occurring pesticide found in seeds from the neem tree. We've got that on our, on our website. And it is um, um, it has a bitter taste to bugs, and it has like a garlic sulfur smell that bugs don't like. Uh-huh. So you can always, there's lots of ways to keep, and also what's wrong with a couple bugs? Not Nothing is wrong with a couple bugs. You're feeding the birds. Yeah. Don't let, don't try to have your, your guard and your yard be bug free yeah then it's sterile you don't want that there's something wrong with your garden if you have no bugs actually that's a good point that's a really good point yeah that was june hello because it's june 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 hey christy guess what time it is what mailbag (laughs) ring ring I thought I was going to start. Oh, that's so funny. I okay. That. No, that was good. I jumped right in because oh, I, I never do. And I thought, oh, she'll love how I'm taking initiative. I did. I loved it. Here we go. I have a letter. Shall I read it? Yes. Okay. This is from Laura Lurkay. Uh Today, a certain grand three-year-old was following me around the garden and being ever so helpful. But she was also talking nonstop. I resorted to playing some very soothing instrumental children's songs on my phone. It worked like magic. It quieted her right down. The only trouble was she was then following me around the garden, me bent over planting, and her ear glued to my back pocket. (laughs) I wish I could send you a picture, but thanks for the many laughs you provided me while upside down and doubled over in my garden. Oh, nice. What a lovely letter. I do want a picture of that. I'd love a pic. That's hilarious. What a great visual that is. Well, yesterday, and Laurel will appreciate this, I was weeding in my garden after dinner, and I was facing the house and weeding and bent over, so my whole backside was incredibly exposed to the street. Did you have pants on? Yes, I did. Okay, good. I had a... Make sure I remember that I did. Okay. As I was doing that, somebody was walking by with their dog. Yeah. And I heard this woman say, looking good. <laughs> and, and I, I, I turned around and my face was a little red and because I thought she was talking about my butt. Yeah, I did too. She was referring to the yard and the <laughs> garden and how pretty it was. And, and. Um, then we got that all worked out and I kind of said, well, sorry that my, you know, Uh my butt was so fully exposed to you as you were walking your dog and she kept walking along the way. And then she got maybe like a couple houses down and she said, oh, and for the record, she's yelling at me down the street. Uh She says, own it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Thanks, Laurel, for your funny letter. We love it. So if you have a favorite gardening story about bending over <laughs> or you want to tell us about how your garden's going this June, 
We sure hope you'll write us. We love hearing from you. Um, we're trying to form a real community here of people all doing the same thing. So write to us at UpsideDownTulips at Gmail or at our website at UpsideDownTulips.com. Or check the show notes below and there's a link there. and Just click on it. Look how many alternatives you have. You have so many. We give you so many options. And now it's time for our inspiration of the week. Our inspiration this week is the following. The best way to garden is to put on a wide-brimmed straw hat and some old clothes. And with a hoe in one hand and a cold drink in the other, tell somebody else where to dig. (laughs) This is from Texas Bix Bender from Don't Throw in the Trowel. Love it. And a good hoe joke. Another good hoe joke. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We are Edith Weiss and Christy Montour Larson. And if you got some laughs and some value out of Upside Down Tulips, could you do us a favor? Please, please share the show with a friend who might also appreciate it. Thanks so much to Denise Gentilini for composing and performing the Upside Down Tulips theme song. If you want to hear more of Denise's music... Go to denisegentilini.com and you can find that link at upsidedowntulips.com. And a hearty thank you to our talented and kind friends, Luann Buckstein, Chris Kendall, and Jeff Parker. And a very special thanks to our local nursery and friend of the show, Southwest Gardens, the best little nursery in town. Yes. Join us next week for Feedly, Feedling, Feedling. <laughs> Join us next week for feeding and fertilizing your garden. (laughs) And don't forget, if you make a mistake, your garden will forgive you. Yeah. Upside down to.